welcome to Niggas Eatin', a tastefully offensive podcast with your hosts, Rory and Temmy. How's it going, Rory? It's going well. How about yourself, good sir? Uh, I could complain, but why? You know, we're doing episode three. That's, uh, that's a pretty good. A snack, a snickety snack. A snick snack. A Snickers bar, bite size. What's that commercial with Aretha Franklin? You're acting you like a diva. Think, no. Think, think. Little respect. Young, gifted, and black. Okay, so moving on. <laughs> the Snickers commercial with like Danny DeVito and Aretha Franklin. It's like, eat a Snickers because you're acting like a diva or some shit. You know what nah, I mean? No, I haven't seen that one. I've seen those really? ones where it's. Are you sure it's Aretha Franklin? Because there's. Oh, no is one. it who? Aretha Franklin? Yeah, Aretha you, Franklin. Hard R's. Franklin. <laughs> Franklin. Franklin. You remember that turtle, Franklin? Uh, Nick Jr. That is, oh wow, that is not Arthur. He, yeah, it's not Arthur. He's he's a turtle, yeah. and he sucked. Honestly, if you rewatch Franklin, you realize he's a bigoty bitch. Now Arthur, such violent gendered language, was just a little whiny with the fist. The exact one. Yeah. Arthur has Muffy, the queen bee of cartoon she characters. She was bougie as fuck. Oh my god, are you a richest? Are you richest against me? I feel like you're a richest. Is that a line from the show? Yes. Wow. She's like, you hate me because I'm Jesus rich. You're Christ. richest. Well, that show made me learn how to uh, and also, spell aardvark. A-A-R-D-V-A-R-K. The A-A-R-D-V-A-R-K. meme of the century Yeah. where she brought lunch and it was all sandwiches and somebody commented, Muffy, sis, the carbs. <laughs> the meme of the century. Is it? Absolutely. Okay. Anytime anybody says something like Muffy, sis. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. It's okay. it's it's an evergreen template. Yeah. This update. Uh, you want to start? What, what's going on in your life? What's oh, going on in creatively? Whoa. Yeah. Creatively? Yeah, creatively. Well, creatively, I ain't done shit. <laughs> <laughs> that, is that the update? That's the, That's the whole update. You don't even want to. Um. No, I fleshed out. <laughs> I fleshed out the outline a little bit more, <laughs> and I Yikes, I guys. I Yikes. did some some scene sketches and and things like that. Now you just did your hand like you were drawing, so you sketched some scenes. Well, pen yeah, to paper. This is how I write. I write with my hand. See again, it looks like you're actually drawing something, and you said sketch. So I was just asking. Right. You so like, sketch? I didn't actually write the scenes, but I wrote down like what the purpose of the scene was, the characters that are in the scene. Like some of the dialogue bits, mm. like what's the drama See, of the scene? I thought you meant like you did like a it's doodle a sketch. of what would happen in the scene. Well, I can't draw. I could barely write. Uh, okay. All right. Okay, so you've been working on sketching out. Yeah. What? Uh, what I've been like fine tuning things and just you know procrastinating in a productive way, not actually committing things to pages, but preparing to commit things to pages where I'm putting things. Off. So, how do you even gauge your moving forward with something like that? Yeah, I was about to ask. Like, how do you? How? What do you mean? How do you know that you've advanced or you're ready to start to prepare for actually potentially ready? Oh no, 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 no! I am preparing. I'm just pushing off actually committing to writing it. So, how do you know that you've progressed in that? How do I know? Well, because like the ideas are more clearly crystallized. In my head, you crystals, know, crystals, so like, crystals. and it's kind of like an editing before doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? So like, I have this idea for the scene as opposed to committing it to the paper because, you know, that's, it seems very final and finite. I'll work it over and massage it before committing it to paper. Mm. You know what I mean? So I just need to, what really needs to happen is I need to just vomit it out uh, as like, it is. Like someone, like one Ethiopian man told us, vomit, vomit. From the institution, vomit. yeah. Um, okay. And then you just go and, and commit to it. And then you go back and you re-edit it. That's what I should do. But am I going to do that? No. Yeah, you could. I could. But will I? I, I mean, you could. I feel like we're going to go in circles because I could be No, like, I'm just... I'm, okay. You know. Yeah. All right. Yeah, work is... Rough. Okay. Yeah. Uh, besides, besides the writing, yeah. is there anything you're trying to work on? I remember you were talking about some photographs you were taking... Well, we talked about this off the um, off the pod, off the air God, uh, about uh, some uh, still still photography you're taking. You're developing your own film and you know shooting film and stuff. Yeah, well, I'm not developing film up here because the chemicals aren't up here, and I don't want to buy however many hundreds of dollars worth of chemicals and supplies again. And you can't ship the chemicals from where they are in Florida, at my mm. at my house in Florida because mm. my at my house is about on it. My mother's house in Florida because, you know. They're getting, a, you know, just dangerous chemicals and yeah. whatever. Yeah. So um, I do need to go out and take more photos, though. I want to I wanna maybe test out a medium format camera. That's cool. Uh, you should talk to a fellow institutionite. Uh, yeah. 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 Lots of mediums yeah. on that list. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, anything else you're trying to start out? Yeah. Uh, no. I'm reading a lot more cool. than I used to. I want to develop that habit. And it's cross, you know, the cross-pollinization of ideas mm. begets new ideas and how you synthesize information and all of that. Inception. So, I don't know what that is. Ideas. 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 Donations. Donations. That's Donations. the one we got to add. We got to add Gifts. that shit, I'm telling you. Gifts. This is hilarious. Sister, I see, I see you. This is 10. Next time, send 20, sister. <laughs> I was like, shit, this man's a hustler. That nigga's Nigerian. Absolutely. Umar Johnson is Nigerian. Mm -hmm. He's got that 419 scam on, on lock. Mm -hmm. um, and ooh. yourself. Well, uh, <laughs> I finished the first cut. Of a music video I've been working on. Was this oh, a music sorry. video? A music video that you shot, Rory. Oh, wow. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> See how credit. he just turned it into shit about him? He's like, nigga, I don't care about the music video. Tell him who shot it. He's like, hey, tell me, like, what's been up with you? And now bringing the attention back to me. What dope-ass <laughs> shit did I shoot for you? Absolutely. The first cut is rough. That's why they call it a rough cut. So, you know, we're just about to go into rounds of notes and to go back the drawing board on reworking and fine-tuning and going back to the drawing board sounds like it's more than just notes it sounds like we gotta I, erase I, the whiteboard and no no no, over. No. Uh, no 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 i think let the man give his update <laughs> you're like oh you've made no progress you're over here like i haven't written anything down and you're like wow you guys are going back to the drawing board 
Well, he's like, he said, he said, we're going for a round of notes. And then he said, we have to go back to the drawing board. <laughs> notes is we have a thing. And specific and concepts right. within the larger theme. They are revisiting the drawing board. Don't let Timmy's out here looking around. Like, Timmy's oh. like, absolutely. Oh, you, he's like, yes, you, defend just, myself. Cause no, I can defend no, no, myself. no, no, no. I'm, I'm just waiting. I'm like, are y'all finished? Y'all done? Like what? You know, are we? I mean, did I get to do my fucking update? Nigga, shit. You grilled me, so. I grilled you. I was asking wonderful questions. And I was asking a wonderful question. No. Oh, okay. No, you weren't. Go like, on. Come on. Go on. Come, dog. Come on. What? I mean. I'm asking because, like, I notes mean, sounds different than starting back from the drawing board, doesn't it? Okay. So then can I at least respond? Well, I'm, as I'm asking a clarification point. That's a and wonderful I'm question. I'm trying to respond. Okay. Okay. The point is going to be clarified by Timotope Odayo Otumbi and 5432. Yeah, uh, I actually can't clarify the response. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I couldn't help it. But no, so um, Again. I think back to the drawing board means um, some things work really well, some things don't. And in terms of uh, finishing the project, since I'm the director and the editor, it's shifting hats and a producer. It's shifting hats a lot. So I think the next step to clarify how to move forward is to go back and collaborate with the artist to like further fine tune what we're actually going for. And I think that really does require going back to the drawing board. You know, part mm -hmm. of it is getting notes from how the, you know, uh, client, creative, the artist feels, but also then working on the producer part of how do we work with what we have to enhance, you know, the, the concepts vision. that we mm -hmm. that we had in pre-production, the things that we discovered in production, and now the uh, obstacles and workarounds we got to figure out in post. That's one thing that I'm working on. And I'm really happy to get that first cut yeah. out. So you edited, and uh huh. Next, you. Uh, so I totally stalled out on writing. Look at that. Look at us. I kind of took a little break and a hiatus, and I'm sort of doing what you're doing, but at a much slower. Like like molasses. Oh yeah, level absolutely. Of, um, I was informed by a book by Bell Hooks, uh, "Men, Masculinity, and the Will to Change." And the Will to Change. Great book. Beautiful book. Great book. Yes. Beautiful book. Mm. And uh, Bell Hooks's words about understanding kind of the um, limitations of patriarchal uh, society and how just patriarchal society capitalist not imperialist white supremacist capitalist white supremacist. imperialist patriarchy there's so much of it it's just so many fucking layers yeah. but reading that book allowed me to think a little deeper about how how i'm how i'm trying to evoke these characters instead mm -hmm. of being uh kind of surface level or having to talk out and uh use so much expository dialogue to um to get my point across. Mm -hmm. So I'm rethinking that now and it's a little slower, but I'm not too worried because I have two music videos setting up down the pipeline to shoot in April and May. And I have two documentaries that I'm one I've budgeted for and the other, I'm just starting to have uh, dialogue in terms of developing the narrative for it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Not ready to talk to anybody. Yeah. So to recap, though, both of you have thought about writing, but have not written anything. <laughs> Which, can I say, is the definitive attribute of a writer. 
<laughs> not good writers, though. <laughs> no, of all writers. Are you kidding me? Yeah, Even but, no, What's that good, man's good name good that I don't like? Aaron still, Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin's like, I hate writing. Fran Lebowitz, I hate writing. I think about writing, but I hate writing. Yeah, but good writers can still turn in pages. Right, and I I have pages, and... I, I just have don't paper. have any more pages. Fact, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a page. I have Listen, six. that page is super strong, okay? <laughs> There's like words on it, whole sentences. A period. Page is strong. People. I have 500 words. I have a 500-word paragraph. Boom. <laughs> um, yeah, so that is, the, that, is, that is part of it. Of, that is part of it. I mean, it's funny how trying to do an update, you realize like, am I doing anything? But- I also think. Well, you can't measure success off of capitalist timelines. Because, yeah, you're right. It's really hard to feel like you're grinding towards your creative projects in a capitalist uh, America. But I, I, I think a large part of that is um, so much of an image and a brand in America. Like, whether or not you are succeeding, your brand has to be like, I'm fucking succeeding. Exactly. I get stacks. And that's so dehumanizing. It's so dehumanizing. Like, right. you, can't, you can't live up to that expectation. What's that phrase? Rise and grind? How about Fucking rise and go back to sleep? Shit. Rise, take a shit, smoke something, go back to sleep. You know, and work it out later. <laughs> you know? Actually, can I ask you guys a question when we talk about writing? What time of day do you actually think that you get the your best writing done? Because for me, I'm definitely like late, 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 late at night person. Really? That's interesting. I need um, everybody else to be the fuck quiet. <laughs> I am, when I'm ready to write, I'll write. That could be 5 a.m. That could be 10 p.m. It could be never. It could be never. <laughs> Have you guys ever looked up uh, Hunter S. Thompson's writing method? I don't care about Hunter God, S. that must Thompson. be scary. So he shoots a couple guns, drinks <laughs> a sip of Hennessy. Er, literally, it is literally pizza, that, though. <laughs> takes a peyote, and then it's like, oh, I got it. Yeah. It was literally that. Like, yeah. they did a timeline of his interview. And, like, I'm not the biggest Hunter S. Thompson fan, but, like, when you see people get into their process, I'm very interested by that. Like, how mm. do you achieve flow, right? Sure. Right. And his whole thing is, like, He's got Dewar's whiskey, and he's got Cheva's Real, and he is just pounding it in various forms for like six hours. He wakes up at like two thirty, three thirty p.m., yeah. and then it's just like marijuana, cocaine, line after line after line of cocaine, uh, mescaline at after dinner, and then he starts writing at like he sits down to write at like three a.m., and then it's just all the way through to like eleven, twelve p.m., and he just doesn't like stop moving his fingers. Is he a good writer? I mean, define good. Do I white people like him? I don't know what he's Vegas. written. Who? Le- yeah, the Fear and Loathing Las Vegas. Seminal book, Fear and Loathing. Rum Diaries. Oh, he did do Rum Diaries. Mm. That's interesting. Pretty yeah. much anything that you were like, oh, Johnny Depp could be cast in that. He wrote yeah. it. He, <laughs> like also, a, he also was on the 68 presidential trail, the 1968 presidential trail. He's part of the political. He's Gonzo. Yeah, Gonzo. Gonzo. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Not yeah. the Sesame Street. Nobody was Gonzo. Yeah. I was. Really? A little bit. My bad babies. Yeah, Toni Morrison uh, edited, obviously, one of the greatest editors of all time. But when she started writing, she would wake up early because she had, you know, to take care of her children, single parent. And so she would wake up really early in the morning, I think 4 a.m., and she would write until the sun rises, and then she would go collect her children for school. And then send them off, and then she would, you know, be whatever she's doing around the house and whatever she's doing at work. She would like take notes, and then think on those notes, and then go to bed, and wake up the next morning, and then 
Mm. You know, mm. clickety clack. Yeah, that's funny. That's the only thing is that you have to be consistent, right? Anything, whatever it is, a little poem, a little journaling, whatever, every day, and get in the habit of writing. Mm. Do I do that? Absolutely fucking not. Um, well, that's funny because I guess great minds do think alike because I, too, do the best writing or editing at about four or five in the morning. There's Ooh. some points where. Did you just great mind yourself with Toni Morrison? I fucking did. Wow. I did. And they say I have an ego. <laughs> Sit down, Rory. <laughs> Tell me things. He's that good. He's that good. Listen. So uh, I also like I also find I am more efficient, like fuck productivity, but I'm more efficient in uh in what i'm doing when i wake up four or five in the morning and if i i can get like five hours work done in two hours in that time frame whereas if i had an eight hour day to sit down and write Mm -hmm. i might write like a paragraph Mm -hmm. i'll be thinking about it similarly to what we were talking about about kind of like letting things gestate and all but actually getting like pen to page where it's even usable Mm -hmm. or something like that i mean very early in the morning is the best time yeah, I mean, that's good. I feel like if if I wake up, if it could be early in the morning, it could be whenever I wake up, you know, one o'clock, two o'clock in the afternoon. Um, if I whenever I wake up, <laughs> if, if I immediately get to writing, then I'll just continue until I'm done. Not like done of the complete thing, but like I can get a good sizable amount of stuff, you know, committed to the page. But if I even like wake up and get breakfast. Or like wake up and go to the bathroom immediately. I'm just like, oh well, well maybe I should make some breakfast first, and then maybe I should, you know, check the news, and then maybe I should, and then by the time three hours have rolled around, I'm like, I'm not writing. Yeah. So I feel like if I wake up and I immediately commit to it, then I'm good. Mm. And then I can maybe take a break here and there, and then be still in the mix. But if I don't start immediately, I'm just like, mm. sure, all or nothing, black yeah. and white. I think. Finding your flow, your work method, getting into a groove and all that uh, does take a lot of trial and error. But at least you already know that's what you know, that's some hindrance for you or, or something that doesn't work for you. So I definitely um, find myself like two like two a.m. Like, you know those nights where you can't fall asleep and you just, you just realize it's a it's it's a wash. Like I'm throwing yeah. in the towel. Um, I'll start. I find it's easier if I just like start in bed where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna fall asleep. Sure. I open the notes app and like I'll start writing stuff and I'll know whether or not it's good, whether by like my energy level, like 15 minutes later, because usually I'll be like sitting up in bed at that point. I'm like, oh, this is kind of fire. All right. Go in the living room, smoke a joint, get my laptop or like a piece of paper. And it all, but it always usually has to start with the like futility of trying to fall asleep for me. Like the second everything's quiet and I realize I'd rather like be doing something mm. and not be able to sleep than not doing anything and just waiting for sleep, you know? Mm. And that's, and that's when it happens. Why well, think before I sleep? So I'm doing I hope you're now. thinking all the time. No. <laughs> <laughs> to be quite honest, no. no. I hold off all of my thinking for bedtime. <laughs> So I'm just oh two really a.m. about that time again. <laughs> I'm really just a whole bunch of like reflexes going for just twelve hours. Of work. <laughs> it's just muscle memory. It is. <laughs> um, well, I think that's it for our little snack mm-hmm. today. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, next week, Timmy, what's on the uh, menu for our big episode? 
Longer uh, form episode. For our meal, for episode four, we're going to be uh, talking about writing. Again. Whoa. Uh, but we're really going to be talking about it. Yeah, uh, more detailed into like not only our philosophies about writing vis-a-vis filmmaking, um, but also more specific kind of like approaches and aesthetics of writing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but in the meantime... Uh, read your bell hooks. I mean, <laughs> read yeah, hooks. read your bell hooks for sure. And, um, you know, maybe, uh, maybe comment on the Twitter, you know? What are y'all working on? You know? Yeah. Our Twitter. Yeah, we have eaten. a Twitter. I know. Yeah. I know. Niggas <laughs> underscore eating. I know. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, remember, when you look us up on iTunes, Spotify, Alexa, TuneCast, um, iHeartRadio, all them joints, uh, it's niggas. The I is a asterisk. Uh, that'll help you find us. Um, you know, we're on Instagram and Twitter, niggas underscore eating. Um Make sure to subscribe, follow, leave a comment, like, all that good stuff. Tell your friends. Share, email. Tell your mama. Airdrop. Maybe not tell your mama. Tell your mama. Uh, Send a pigeon, you know. (laughs) An audio file. Uh, And then you can find us on the interwebs. You can find me on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Zebra, itzebra11 on Instagram and itzebra on Twitter. On Instagram, you can find me at rem, R-E-M, blues. B-L-U-E-S. And on Twitter, you can find me at Rem underscore blues. Oh, my God. We didn't talk about my viral tweet. We haven't. I was about to bring that up. Oh, my God. Yeah, sorry. Wow. This is a little post snack. You're getting the crumbs of the little cookie. Mm -hmm. You thought it was done? Oh, no, Hold on. Wait a minute. Y'all thought we were finished? (laughs) Bring that shit back, Holiday. Last week, Rory shut the fucking internet down. Oh, my God. Uh, So there's... Pete Buttigieg and his husband. Pete Buttigieg. Okay, his husband, you know, Pete dropped out, and there's this nice photographic photo of them, black and white, looking out the window pensively at something. I don't know. And so I said, his, they look. His husband was the one that shared it too, and was like something like forever and always. Yeah, babe. forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I quote tweeted that, and I was like. They look like the CIA agents watching on as Dr. King is getting shot. And the internet blew the <laughs> fuck up. Man, honestly, one of Rory's <laughs> finest fucking works. Uh, that shit was hilarious. I said, oh, that's hilarious. That's funny. I retweet it. Taylor's like, Rory, what the fuck? Like, why'd you do that? There's a couple comments like, yikes, Rory. And then a, maybe an hour or two passes by. Oh, it was a- it's at 2,000 likes. By the time Roy, I saw it in the morning, by the time Rory gets home, he's like, Ugh, I don't like this. I'm like, what you mean? Right. He's like, this is this is going around. I was like, OK, he, he just he's, I caused- he's feeling himself. <laughs> and I'm like, it was just at 2000. He's like, it's at 11000 likes. And, and I think retweets. it's sitting at like 35K or something like that. And then some guy whose name I forget, he was like, we shouldn't be doing this. Delete this tweet because this is causing divisiveness in the campaign. And I was like, who is this little white boy talking like? Fuck you, white boy. Who was it, Rory? He was a survivor of the Parkland shooting. Yikes. <laughs> and I was like, Rory was trying to silence a fucking <laughs> gun violence survivor. Yikes. I was like, get off my fucking post, little weak, little scrawny, little cracker. And he's a survivor. He's a gun violence survivor, <laughs> I know. sir. Which makes sense why he wouldn't. But he's white. I can joke about my 
I can joke about white people killing black people. You can joke about that, especially since the FBI has not released fucking Martin Luther King Jr.'s right. files, and they're like, oh, 2025. Y'all yeah. just wait for 2025. And everybody, everybody was talking to me about, like, well, the FBI did it as if the CIA didn't have a vested interest, which is why they're watching it happen. <laughs> it's, actually, uh, it's actually a one-page report. It just says, Hooper did it. <laughs> actually, actually, sorry. It says, yeah, I did it. Sincerely, <laughs> J. Edgar, Edgar Hoover. P.S. <laughs> I'm gay. <laughs> I was gonna say there's a little bit of truffle butter on the page. <laughs> I, no, I'm, nope, I mean, nope, not me. Fuck that. I want to give you. you I want to give you that like light uh, outside perspective of you going viral. I wake up. I do my business. You know, go to the bathroom for a little bit. Um, brushing my teeth and I look at my laptop and I'm scrolling. I see your tweet. And I'm like, oh, that's cute. Yeah, I'll like that. And I walked away and I shit you not like toothbrush in my mouth walking around the corner was like wait a second wait a second what were those numbers <laughs> i'm sure those numbers were not for rory oh absolutely and i walked were. back and i looked at it i'm like jesus fucking christ <laughs> and then i texted temi immediately i was like wait so since rory went viral does that mean it's scorpio season again absolutely like, <laughs> we nope. got another it's another six 366 months 366 <laughs> this year please god please god Oh, man, I actually expected you to be like, hey, 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 none of you talked to me. I went viral last week. That's <laughs> true. Oh, yeah. No, it was a really like, I changed my password. I did everything. I was like, so somebody's <laughs> going to get me, girl. <laughs> the CIA. Have, like, the CIA <laughs> sitting there like, oh, lol. <laughs> Good times, am I right? Rory mysteriously died in his sleep yesterday from choking on his own vomit. That's yeah. it. <laughs> well, you know I don't choke, so they wouldn't do that. Oh. oh, they do. Everybody knows where you don't choke. Okay. I don't got no gag reflexes. And that's it for like niggas eating. <laughs> yeah. Uh, See so. you in a, two weeks. Yeah. Whatever bye week you need. Next time. Bye. Hate it up. Hate it down.